The following program is sponsored by Fairly Spiritual on KCIS. Well, hello, everybody. It's Pastor Doug Bursch, and you're listening to The Fairly Spiritual Show. Well, Christmas is coming up. The most wonderful time of the year, right? (laughs) Maybe not always, right? Let's be honest. It gets a little chaotic. Yeah, some of you love it. It's great. You got it well handled. The rest of us, we try to survive. Well, on today's show, we're going to talk about how to make the most out of the season by making intentional, sacred time for you and your family. Yes, how to make sacred moments amidst the chaos on today's Fairly Spiritual Show. Thanks for listening to today's Fairly Spiritual Show. And you're going to listen to the whole show, really. It doesn't make much sense if you... No, you you can get out of the car and go run errands if you must. You can go back to work if you must. But I'm so glad you could listen. Uh, Hey, I'd love your feedback. Uh, We're going to talk about how to make sacred space in this holiday season. Or maybe not just sacred space. How to just not have chaotic life existence during the holiday season. Uh, But uh, I'd love it if you could make some space in your day to text me and tell me if you've been listening to the show, if you like the show. I'd like to see if I want to stay on the air, if I want to stay on this station. So to know if you've been listening to the Fairly Spiritual Show right here on this station, uh, text me. Here's the number, 360-818-4513, just send a little text saying, hey, I'd like you to keep the show on the air. <laughs> or, you know, I mean, if you want to be mean, no, don't be mean. But if you want to keep the show on the air or you'd like to give some thoughts on the show, please text me, 360-818-4513. You can also call as well and leave a message, 360-818-4513. You can also go to our website, fairlyspiritual.org. Find Fast, Fast, not Fast, Podcast, Past Podcast past shows. You can find out how to subscribe to the show. We have a Wednesday show that doesn't air on the radio. That's just a podcast. You can find that. And uh, also you can find out about my book, The Community of God, A Theology of the Church from a Reluctant Pastor. But on today's show, I want to talk about how to, I don't know, have peace or find sacred space or just time with God or with your family and God during this chaotic holiday season. And by the way, when I say family, if you're single, I want you to know this isn't one of those shows where it's just all about marriage and your kids and you're once again going great. Another one of those. I want to talk about the fact that wherever we're at in life, whether we're single, whether we have family, uh, well, we all have family in some level, but you understand what I'm saying, whether we have kids or a spouse, that there are different kinds of community we can have And there are different kinds of relationships we can have. And there's different meaning we can have for the day. And we can have meaningless existences during the holidays or chaotic existences during the holiday. Or we can have tremendously meaningful times. And it doesn't take that much time to bring meaning to our day. You know, sometimes I look at the Christmas season 
like one of those carousels. Uh, if you've ever gone over to Spokane, Washington, Spokane, Washington has one of the better carousels. It's in my memory bank as a kid. I have family over in uh, Washington, in Spokane, Washington. If you go to Spokane, Washington, and you run into someone with the last name Birch, they're probably related to me, or I'm probably related to them. Uh, so we would go over there, and we'd visit family. And we'd visit Grandpa and Grandma, and they're now with the Lord. But we would go there, and uh, one of the things we'd do as kids is we'd go on that carousel. And the cool thing about that carousel is it went fast. It was a fast carousel. And it also had these rings. And and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you, you're probably not going to visualize this because I'm probably not saying it right. But if you know what I'm talking about, you understand why this was a cool carousel. Uh, you would sit on the outside horse, and there were rings. There was a, a, a an arm that would stick out, and it would have these little rings. And you would reach out on your horse, and you would try to grab this little ring with your hand. You would reach out from the horse and try to grab this ring. And it was a plastic ring. The rings became less and less quality over the years, I think because people would steal the rings as a souvenir. But you would reach out and try to grab one of these rings, and if you grabbed a ring, then you'd try to throw it in a clown's mouth or whatever uh, little contraption you tried to throw it in. And there was always one ring, and I don't think they do this anymore, but as a kid they used to do this. There was always one brass ring and if you got that brass ring you get a free ride on the carousel a free ride to be able to ride uh, again and the the rings were stretched in such a way that if you didn't uh, reach out far enough you couldn't reach it or if you were too small you couldn't reach it it was actually quite dangerous for little kids you'd loosen your uh, strap and you'd reach out as far as you could and without falling off the horse and try to reach uh, the ring. But the thing is, if you missed it, you had to go for a whole, one whole rotation. Well, sometimes it feels like the Christmas season is like that, where you're reaching for that brass ring, you're trying as best as you can to prepare yourself for the season, you want that magical moment where you reach out and you grab the brass ring, and you try as hard as you can to prepare yourself, but when you get there, you miss the ring. And you go around for another rotation of the year, and you reach out for that brass ring, and you miss the ring. And if it becomes a ritual of disappointment, eventually you just stop reaching out and you just try to endure the seasons. Now, I know this might sound negative, but there are people out there where that's just what it becomes. It becomes something you endure. There's too much chaos. There's too much pressure. There's going to people's houses you don't want to go to. There's uh, dealing with extended family you don't want to deal with. There's that Aunt Linda you don't want to talk with. And you just deal with this reality and it's just part of life, and you're stuck on a carousel you don't want to be on anymore, and you're a little nauseous from going around and around and around, and you've given up on the brass ring. For others, you're still trying to reach out, and there's a certain amount of fun, and yes, there's that smiling person who just loves it all, and great for you, and we're so glad you're along for the ride. But what I want to talk about is, and I want to talk to the people who maybe are trying to endure this season. Or And it's not even your fault. You just exist in a world where it's tough. You exist in relationships that are tough. You exist in extended families that are not easy. And I was talking with my wife this morning, and, and she told me, I, I want you, Doug, to remind the people that we can create sacred space in this season. And it doesn't take much to create sacred space. It doesn't take much to make room for the presence of God. You know, in the church I pastor, I try to almost every Sunday to say these words, make room for the Lord. 
I believe one of my main purposes as a pastor, as a radio host, as a podcast producer, in whatever I do, the goal is to make room for the resurrected presence of Jesus Christ. It's not just to teach you something. It's not just to preach a message or to tell you a sermon, but it's to make room for the presence of God. And if I can make room for the presence of God, at some level facilitate an environment where you will listen to God, or where I will listen to God, or where we will collectively listen to and respond to God, a miracle will occur. The kingdom of God will advance. And if we just do that for an instant, if just for one minute we truly believe that God is with us, and we make room for that reality, it's amazing what can happen. Like right now. Right now in this, this artificial setting. I don't, I don't know where you're at. Right now, everyone's in a different setting. I've, I've recorded this. This isn't live. Sorry to break the magic, but this is not a live show. And right now, you are listening to this in a different context than someone else. There are thousands of people listening to this show in different ways right now. Some of you are listening to it in a podcast form later on, not, not while it's on the air, on, on the radio. Some of you are listening to it during its time slot. Some of you are in the car right now. Some of you are jogging. Some of you are at work. We're all listening in different contexts, at different times, with different needs. But I believe that right now, if all of us, made room for God's presence if all of us believed right now. And this isn't some sort of fairy tale believing, like, let's, I believe in fairies kind of thing. If we all right now acknowledged that God is with us right now, because God is with us right now, if we all acknowledge that Christ Jesus is in us and we are in him, and that the fullness of God, the one who created the universe, spoke uh, existence into existence, if we all acknowledge that God is alive and in us and with us and we are alive in him and made room for him right now, then we could all collectively experience a powerful, transformative miracle. And it might be different in each of our lives. We could each experience powerful, transformative messages insights, when we make room, when we just for a second make room to listen for the voice of the Lord, when we make room to not listen to our chaos and make room from our schedules and our assignments and our structures and our goals and just make room for Jesus, it's amazing what can happen. And now I'm going to do something that's really annoying. I'm going to do that, but I'm going to do it right after this break. How's that for incredibly annoying? It is. I'm sorry about that, but we're gonna take a break and then we'll do it. More <laughs> to come after this. Oh, this is probably the worst break ever, but when we get back, it'll be a better example, right? Hey, I'd love it. I'd just love it if you could support this show in some level. Pray for us, share the show. Let me know you're listening. I'd like to know if people are listening. Here's a way to let me know. Text the show, 360-818-4513. That's 360-818-4513, 360-818-4513. You can also go to fairlyspiritual.org, find past podcasts, our Wednesday editions. 
And uh, you can also find a way to support us. We need your support to stay on the air. Go to fairlyspiritual.org. And you can also pick up my book, The Community of God, A Theology of the Church from a Reluctant Pastor. I'd love it if you could purchase that and see what community is all about. (laughs) Okay, I gotta laugh. Talking about making room. I was talking about the power of if we make room for God, if all of us collectively, if us individually make room for God to reveal himself, God reveals himself. I really believe revival is not as much about, oh, we're going to spend a bunch of time really praying and really fasting. I think revival is when we take seriously that God is present right now in the eternal now, and we make room for him. When, when the whole room is committed when the whole community, when the whole church, when the whole city, when the whole region, when a whole nation truly believes and makes room for God in the moment, for a sacred moment where they let God speak and move and act. And so even now during this show, I just want to take a moment just to just to pray, just to use this show. I don't even plan on it, but I just want to do this. To t- Let's just believe right now. There's so many requests out there. There's so many needs out there. Let's just do what the psalmist says in Psalm 46, 10. Uh, it says, be still and know that I am God. Let's just still ourselves from, we all have all kinds of different requests, all kinds of different needs, but let's all collectively, wherever you're at listening to this, let's all in agreement just stop what we're doing and be still and let God move. Be still and, and know that I am God. That's what the scripture says, right? Be still and know that I'm God. Be still and let God be God. Let God speak. Let God move. We know that Jesus even, in Luke uh, 5, I think it's Luke 5, 16. I can't read my handwriting here. Uh, in Luke, it says that, that Jesus often went to lonely places. He withdrew from the crowds to pray. So even when it was good ministry and people were gathering around him and crowding around him and he was doing all these amazing things and the ministry was growing and people were clamoring for him, he understood that he needed to withdraw and to spend time with his father. Let's withdraw right now. Let's spend some time with our father. And and I just want us to spend this time right now. If we could do this together, and I, I believe God can speak right now to whatever your need is, to whatever the chaos is in your life, that this could be one sacred moment, a very brief moment, where we can welcome the presence of God. What I'm going to do, and it's the radio, I'm just going to take just a brief moment, just like I, I would love to take like a minute, but you can on the radio. Take a minute on the radio, that's like five hours, and I don't want the radio station to be like, what happened? Did we go off the air? So I'm just going to take... Just a couple seconds, be silent, and then we're just going to welcome the presence of the Lord. We're going to be still. We're going to welcome God into this moment, and we're going to see the power of a sacred moment, because you can do this anytime during the day, anytime. You can go away to a closet. <laughs> you can go you know, down the hall into some room and shut yourself away. You can find a way to facilitate a sacred moment. But let's just do that, just for a second. Okay, here we go. Father God, we welcome your presence. Come, Lord Jesus. Father God, we need you. We welcome your presence. We need you. 
We need you, Father God. We welcome your presence. Come, Lord Jesus. We need you. We just need you. Come, Lord Jesus. We place everything at your feet. We place all of it. We place everything. We place every relationship. We place every desire. We place every dream. We place every hope. We place everything at your feet. We just need you. You are our creator. You are our God. We need you. Jesus, we welcome you. We welcome you in our life. We welcome you. We welcome your voice. We welcome your leading. Come, make your home with us. Open our ears to hear you. Open our hearts to receive you. We ask that you would make our hearts tender to you. Would you come and make our hearts tender? Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome you. We pray that you would come and you would make our hearts tender. Holy Spirit, we welcome your fruit, your fruit that would bring us gentleness and kindness and self-control. We just present our lives to you. We present everything right now. We just stop and we present everything to you, the chaos of our lives. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for this life. Come, Father God. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Jesus. Make make your home with us. We welcome our house to you. We welcome our hearts to you. We welcome our lives to you. Amen. Now, I know that prayer there took maybe just like two minutes. And the reality is some of us don't make room for God in our days for even two minutes. Just two minutes. We lament things like, ah, you know, I got something going on. I can't go to church on Sunday. And, you know, I can't go to the Wednesday thing. And I don't have time for this. And I'm behind in my Bible reading plan. And, but it's more than that. It's a spiritual battle. We don't make room for God and for sacred spaces for two minutes. For two minutes. I want to end the show with a a funny story where I did something stupid. You want to hear something stupid? I know people say you're not supposed to say stupid, but this is about as stupid as you can get. Well, maybe not as stupid as you can get, but so I'm uh, helping put up the Christmas tree. We've had rain all week. You know, it's just been raining and the kids weren't that excited about getting the Christmas tree and we get the Christmas tree at my father-in-law's house. And so I decided on Monday I would get the tree between rain squalls, right? So I went out and I got the tree. I cut it down. I was proud to bring the tree home so the family could decorate it. And no one was home. And this was my fault. I thought my wife was going to be home. And my my daughter, who's home from college, I thought she'd be around. She was not. And so I had this large tree that I'm trying to bring into the house. And it was really wide, so wide that, you know, it scraped all the walls as I was trying to bring it in. But I'm trying to bring it in before it starts raining again. So I'm just dragging this tree through the house, scraping the walls, trying to set it up in a Christmas tree stand by myself uh, without getting sap all over the carpet and just 
doing, the, you know, the word manhandle, you know, when it means to manhandle something and that's not a good term. I'm basically, I'm just doing, basically, if you were watching me, you'd just be shaking your head. And, but I'm doing it. And I get that tree, I get it up. I do it all on my own. I'm pretty impressed. I'm like, wow, this is good. And so I get it done and, you know, great. And the kids are going to be happy and the wife's going to be happy. And I you know, wipe the walls and most of the scrapes go away. And I'm, cleaning everything up and I'm just fine. You know, I'm like, hey, I got this figured out. This is good. And so I got everything figured out and I'm just going to go put a tarp back in the shed. And so I go back into the shed and I go put the tarp up on the shelf and then I hear the door close behind me. And uh, then I go to open the door to the shed and there's this little string we have because the kind of lock I have where you can unlock it from the outside and I go to pull the string which is supposed to open the lock from the outside and the string is not attached to anything and I find that I've locked myself in my own shed. And not only have I locked myself in my own shed, but my father-in-law had reinforced our shed door where it's not flimsy anymore and you used to just be able to hit it and it would open, but nope, doesn't open anymore. It's nice and secure and shut. And so now I'm stuck in this old shed with spiders all around me and no way to get out unless I want to break the door that my father-in-law just fixed. And that is the end of my Christmas tree setting up adventure. Now I was just sitting in there. No one's home at the time. My, my daughter's gone for a long run. My wife's gone. I don't have the phone in my pocket. And I'm either caught with I have a saw in there. I either have to saw a hole... <laughs> in the shed to reach in and to find a way to unlock the door or I have to kick the door open and then you know spend a bunch of time trying to fix the door that my father-in-law just fixed so instead I just embraced the fact that I was in a timeout in a cosmic timeout I don't know what kind of timeout it was there was a little stool in that shed and I put the little stool facing the door and I sat down there and I faced the door and I just sat there and I waited and waited. And every once in a while, I yelled for my daughter, hoping she'd come back from the run and, uh, <laughs> and sat in my little shed of solitude and thought about what I had done. And I prayed a little bit, but honestly, I didn't pray that much because I was pretty frustrated. I was mad at myself and mad at what I'd done and just seemed like an analogy for my life. You know, sometimes we pray and sometimes we call out to God when we get ourselves caught in problems. When we get ourselves caught in a pit, you know, when we're Jonah in the belly of a well or when we're locked in a shed. And Yeah, I guess that's a good time to cry out to God. But I want to encourage you right now that You've got a volition. And this week, this day, you might find yourself in a chaotic position. And you're not trapped. You're not trapped in a shed. By the way, my daughter eventually came out the back door and said, Dad? <laughs> and I yelled and she let me out and only gave me a little bit of a teasing. But you're not trapped. And you can, in the middle of that chaotic room... Say, hey, just a second, I need to go somewhere. And you can go down the hall and you can go into your bedroom and you can pray. Or you can say, uh, I need to leave for a second. And you can even go down the hall into 
the bathroom and you can pray, or you can go for a five-minute walk, or you can gather the family together and say, let's read some scripture. You can take one minute, two minutes, five minutes, and you can change your heart, or you can even change the heart of the room. You can create a sacred space. During this season, would you embrace that reality that every day you can create sacred space? We're not trapped. However, even if you are trapped, embrace that moment, find a way to look at your Savior and say, come Lord Jesus, we need you. Come Lord Jesus. Father God, I ask that you would help us. Come, make your home with us. Help us facilitate sacred spaces in our life. Amen. Thank you. All right, I hope this was helpful. I'd love to hear from you. Could you text me or call me and leave a message? Here's the number, 360-818-4513. That's 360-818-4513. You can also go to my website, fairlyspiritual.org. That's fairlyspiritual.org and find uh, past podcasts. And uh, your donations will help keep this show on the air. We need your donations to stay alive. And also pick up my book, The Community of God, A Theology of the Church for a Stocking Stuffer. Okay, I will see you next time. Love you guys. Proceeding broadcast was sponsored by Fairly Spiritual. When you write or call this program, be sure to mention you heard it on KCIS.